unstained with Doritos and shame. I feel like I just like I'll start playing a call one of the Call of Duties after the third one, and I'll have this uncontrollable desire to start eating Doritos. I don't even like Doritos. It just it just overwhelms you. to Imagine Me and Utena, a Revolutionary Girl Utena podcast. I'm Panda. I'm your host, and I'm here with my co-host, Alice. How you doing, Alice? Pretty good. Today, we are talking about Revolutionary Girl Utena, episode 22, Namiro Memorial Hall. How do you feel about this episode, Alice? This is actually a really, really cool one. It, it's got a little bit of a mystery to it. Um, we learn a lot of things in this episode, but we also have a lot more questions. Yeah, we get some answers, but we get more questions that's kind of how the series goes is that the more yeah, you learn we the more you about. realize you have no idea about that? twin peaks because like th- this is like the twin peaks mo it's just here's the here the mystery is solved but it actually means there's like 18 more yeah basically and we open on dios and akio like from the clip show episode and they're talking about how they've come to the last of the Black Roses. And the question is whether or not Mikage will fight. I guess we're going to find out. Maybe. Possibly. I see him in the thumbnail for the next episode. Well, it's not like Uten is going to kill him or anything. So, I mean, even if he fights, he still comes back. Anthe was watering some flowers. And Miki is reading a book. And Jury is looking at some books. And they're talking about, like... There's like a narration about their jobs as student council members. And now they're in the elevator, but they're not doing the egg speech. They're just all holding books and talking to each other. I'm curious that like all of a sudden the student council the last two episodes has suddenly like been actually concerned about student council things. Or at least concerned about doing something that's not just being dramatic. There's like a, a railroad crossing around them while they're talking and Miki says the end of the world must be moving in shadows and Naname says if you consider the situation it must be obvious who end of the world is backing. Why is there I love a that railroad life. crossing? <laughs> I think it was a jury who just said she couldn't hear what either of them said. It was very funny. I feel like like they just have like an ad lib thing and they're just like random noun, random adjective and that's what they draw behind them on each of those. <laughs> uh, Anthe, or not Anthe, Utena was looking for Choo Choo, and it seems Mikage has found him and somehow turned him into a little balloon. I don't really know how that worked. Utena asks Mikage if Choo Choo caused him any trouble, and he says no, he just found Choo Choo crying in the kitchen. Choo Choo cannot behave. Choo Choo is literally an eldritch abomination. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is the first time Mikage and Utena have actually met because she asked how he knew her name and he introduced himself and she's like, oh, you're the genius that runs the Black Rose Seminar. And she, well, she doesn't know it's the Black Rose Seminar. Well, she calls it the Mikage Seminar because like they call it the Mikage Seminar in the subs, but in the dub, they call it the Black Rose Seminar. Oh, they're looking into the hall where the people usually go to become Black Rose duelists. And he invites her to come in and do the seminar thing, I guess. 
And totally not step into his confessional totally elevator. Totally not step into his confessional elevator. Say, though. He asks her if she's heard stories about the building, and she says yes. And he says that the story about 100 boys dying there is completely true. He talks about a man named Professor Namuro. There was a fire here, and he and his students were trapped inside and burned to death. They rebuilt Namuro Hall soon after. Still, that was a long time ago. One wonders how long. Yeah. Utena seems to have gone to visit Akio, but he doesn't He doesn't look like he's there. Choo-choo's just continuing to float like a little balloon. We see the uh, Does he even rose. have a choice at this point? I feel like he's stuck. <laughs> we saw the black rose. We saw the shoes. We saw some interior in the building. And now we're at Mikage's desk. And Akio has come to deliver a letter. Mikage says they're only partners in business and he has no reason to obey Akio's orders. And now he's brooding. He is brooding. Professor Nomuro. And we seem to be revealing that Mikage is the infamous Professor Nomuro somehow. Because we seem to be looking at a flashback where somebody calls him that. Think of him as being a young professor, it makes his whole demeanor make a lot more sense. Yeah, actually. As someone who's like actually in charge and not just like this child prodigy but it, it, it's weirdly humanizing yeah yeah he and I, I guess one of his students are talking about how another department is studying the power to revolutionize the world supposedly but they don't really know much about it mikage asked about the rose ring that the student was wearing and he said oh they're just a fashion thing so that's interesting. Somebody's talking about how Nimero's paper was interesting, but he in person is fairly dry. He acts like a living computer. Where are they getting, like, what are they even studying? What are, where's their funding coming from? I have questions. Unfortunately, those questions will probably never have any answers. Like, this, this kind of makes me, implies that, like, this whole thing happens and kind of cycles. Yeah. Like, it's happened before. and It is happening. She's been sent by the board. It's kind of like, I don't know, it makes it feel like the school itself is like knows about the entirety of the thing, which then makes me think that like, is the student council like, do you see that? I was like, what is with that hand? It wants you to notice. Oh my God. Those things that the um, butterflies from the confessional elevator. Mm. Yeah. There's like a blinking hand that keeps pointing to random things throughout the room, like butterflies and shit, a cat. Multiple cats. There was one cat, and every time it's cut back, there's been another cat. I'm really excited for four cats. Yeah, he and the inspector are talking about his upcoming work and how he's a genius. And he's like, I'm no genius. And she asks him why he's working on the job. And he says purely for business reasons, although he thinks he's already done more than his contract called for. They've what are they even doing? They've assembled a hundred extraordinary boys. They spread rumors that the research is to revolutionize the world and that it will allow them to obtain eternity. What does that even mean? To attain eternity. It sounds like we're building a perpetual motion machine, Mikage says. He seems unimpressed by. Yeah. Okay, the little the weird flower cross thing on the inspector's chest. Mm -hmm. Does it bother you that it's like almost the same shade as her skin, so it's confusing? Yes. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure that I was not alone in that. The inspector has gone out to talk to somebody. Who is she talking to? Talking to a mysterious boy. It is a boy. 
it is Mama Mia, who we haven't seen in a little while. Smaller now. Memorized. She tells Mama Mia to get back to bed, but he's watering flowers. Look how cute he is when he's small and, and less evil. <laughs> he says he's been wanting to meet Mikage, and Mikage says, you probably heard stories about me, like how I'm a living computer. And Mama Mia says that he read Mikage's paper, and he's the first, and Mikage is the first person that he's gotten to talk to other than his sister. His sister apparently came to Otori to meet Mikage. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. We see somebody I mean, getting medicine out of a... Uh, Thing of medicine and it appears that mama mia's sister is going to give him some sort of injection he appears to be sick we see in a picture i don't know what it says got... in the english dub but uh what and the and the and the and the on subs it says she calls him a naughty boy and it made me incredibly uncomfortable yeah i feel like that word has less of a weird <laughs> connotation in that usage this episode does something interesting with the whole uh, revolutionize the world and attain eternity thing. Yeah. And easy to read that as sort of like, I'll be famous and glorious forever, but uh, which is the what the boys use it for. But now with her and her and, and um, Mama Mia, it kind of seems more like actually living forever. Yeah. Yeah. For the others, it seems more like glory and power, but like for Mama Mia, it's just like, the ability to stay alive and keep going. Which makes me wonder even more about the nature of this place. Like, there's just, like, a whole story in this episode that we, we're not going to get. Yeah, it seems like a lot of the locations that we've seen in this episode are not ones that we've seen before at Otori. Mikage Wait, and Mamma Mia are talking again in the garden. I'm also trying to figure out, like, how long, like, how long ago this would have been. Yeah, they don't give us a time frame at all. Mama Mia offers Mikage a sugar preserved rose. Uh, Mikage is like has that little like I don't even know what it's called uh, on it on, on his um his chest like not his chest his um collar. I've never seen somebody who isn't like trying to be a super cowboy ever wear those. Bolo tie. Why is Mikage a cowboy? I don't know. Aww. A yeah. heart that longs for eternity. Mamma Mia expresses doubt that uh, Mikage and his sister will be able to succeed, but he says that he appreciates what they're doing. Mikage says, sorry to bother you, and looks like he's going to leave. And Mamma Mia says he'll be sure to tell his sister that Mikage is worried about him. And we see a bunch of notes all over Mikage's desk and floor. He's doing some very important calculations. He has gloves. Can't on. tell if he's like doing science or magic. In this world, is there really a difference? Like it, it he's like it, it. It makes a lot of things make sense if you read him as sort of being like he's a wizard. They're they're all wizards. <laughs> magic that works like um um science. It appears that Akio is offering Mikage the chance to have the power to revolutionize the world and gives him a letter, presumably from end of the world. Mikage says he can't do it and Akio holds up the Rosecrest ring and he says that it symbolizes a contract with him. He's made contracts with all 100 boys who work here. Mikage says that's insane. What contracts? What have all these contractees been brought together like this? And even if we do attain eternity, it won't make her happy. Her, you say, Akio asks, and then drops the ring in uh, the inspector's cup. 
with her lipstick on it. Akio tells Mikage his only option is to revolutionize the world, much less Mikage has been saying to other people. We know where he got it now. Yeah, how about that? Mikage sees something movement down the hallway and he keeps chasing it and he runs but past a black rose he sees an open door it's a cracked open inside door. And mysteries inside akio is making out with the inspector chick it used to be a running theme where akio makes out with with people and, and is found to be doing so yeah because akio is terrible Trapped with this person after like oh there's a fire there is a fire oh apparently mama mia set the fire he had to for glory his sister wants to know why he did this and mama mia says they had a contract ancient creatures died and became the fuels we mine like oil and coal without a sacrifice like that our energy-based civilization wouldn't have been put possible such sacrifices are always necessary well that was profound but also not really to the point yeah <laughs> One day, the path to eternity will be opened up at this school. Mikage grabs the inspector's hand and tells her Mamma Mia did the right thing. He now, too, wishes to grasp eternity with his hands. Do you notice they're like, their coloring schemes were different? Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. I thought Akio has a picture on his desk. No, that's Mamma Mia. Yeah, uh, Mikage has a picture of Mamma Mia on his desk. It is the same picture that his sister used to have. Like, apparently there are no laws in Utena World because arson was just fine. Yeah, the arson just happened, and now it seems like the inspector is just leaving. Oh no, this isn't like the this isn't the future. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yes. Okay, you are right. I just picked up on that. Aiko and Biko. We have our Aiko and Biko skit, and they are robots. <laughs> Science has produced an all-purpose robot! Robots do not age. Robots do not tire. I shall catch monkeys. You are superior to humans! Robots are superior. I catch many monkeys. You will never be troubled! Robots are never troubled. When I see a monkey, I catch it quickly. Robots do not feel lonely. I have the monkeys for company. Robots keep working on and on. I have caught many monkeys. But it breaks my heart when I see you like this now. A monkey, a monkey, a monkey, a monkey. Akio broods. And Inspector Lady walks up and Akio says, oh, it's you. It's been a long time. She says the school's changed a lot. She just saw Professor Nomuro over there. This is like okay with the fact that like he was, they were, they were doing arson and stuff. I guess. Utena is talking to Anthe and they seem to be in a fight about Anthe doing things that the student council tells them to. And, and, and Utena just used the exact same words that the inspector used. Yeah. He hasn't aged a bit. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, apparently like, both of them have never aged. Apparently they've grasped eternity. Maybe. Whatever that means. She seems to be aging and living a normal life. She has a husband who provides well for her. Akio asks what brought her there today, and she says she came to visit her brother's grave. Hmm. Hmm. Wait, why are the lights all out? Oh, 
Never mind. This is very much about death. Yep. For a plant to die, a flower must, or for a flower to bear fruit, a plant must die or some bullshit. Anyway, the episode's over and I guess we're going to get the resolution of that conflict in the next one. Hopefully. Because we only have like, is this the last episode of the arc? Not, I mean, like the next one. I'm going to look up. Yeah, 23 is the last episode of this arc. So that's what we're doing next time. We're, we're finishing up the Black Rose arc. How do you feel? I actually, that this episode was reminding me of something, and I went back to find it, and I did. About Eternity, like, reminds me a lot of the Zarathustra by Nietzsche. There's a little, like, song in there, and one of the um, the last lines is, but all joy, yeah, joy would have eternity, but all joys want eternity, which kind of some, seems to sum up their whole, like, the MO of the of the seminar. Yeah. Like, things should last forever. Wait, so she then... comes back to it, like, oh, never she's mind. moved on. She's, um, she's moved on, but, like, they are stuck. They have an age today. Yeah, I feel like the theme of Otori being sort of like a, a purgatory, almost, is gonna become more and more of a thing as we continue the series. Because, like, I don't remember how much exactly they say about it, but I do have a lot of thoughts about, like, the way time passes at Otori and the way Otori re- relates to the outside world. But we'll have to get there. I don't know. I'm curious to see what what the next arc brings, as well as how this one resolves. Because I have not seen past this episode. Gasp! You should wait until uh, we're about to do the next, or after the next week's episode. You should wait until shortly before we record to watch the episode. The next arc is the Akio Otori saga. So we get more of my favorite character. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. I'm being very sarcastic. I hate Akio. Like, he hasn't done a whole lot that we have seen that warrants my hate, but we're getting there, I promise. Like, I I don't like Toga, but but Akio is the worst. He's definitely worse than Toga in just, like, how much harm I feel like he's he worse does. than everybody. Oh, he's definitely worse than everybody. That's why I always say that Akio is the worst character in Utena, and then Toga and Seonji are tied for second worst. Because both of them, I feel like, are equally terrible, but Akio is more terrible than either of them put together. It kind of feels like Toga and Seonji, like, considering... like who they are, their ages, all that, their evilness is at least like you can come to terms with it. Yeah. It feels like something a 16, 17 year old, 18 year old person would do. Toga, yeah, exactly. Tokyo Toga is a little more like a little more sinister than I would expect for someone that age. But Akio is just inhuman. That's an interesting like he doesn't even like yeah, like they don't sound like I mean they, they feel like human. They feel like people. Yeah. And he does not. He yeah. never has. We're going to find out more about Akio uh, as the series goes on. And Akio is interesting as much as I hate him. Akio is interesting. 
my uh, one of my favorite episodes, specifically my favorite non-anime episode, is coming up soon. But don't look at the episode list. I don't want you to know about it. I want you to watch the episode without looking up what episode is next. Because if you go into this episode knowing anything about it, it will ruin the magic for me. Mm, okay. Just for when you watch it the first time. Like, when we talk about it, you can obviously have watched it. But, like, I, I want you to just, like, watch more episodes as we prepare to talk about about it and then just see that episode without knowing what the premise is because it's great it's an anime episode so you know it's gonna be great because her episodes are the like awesome they're bizarre non-anime's episodes are pockets of absurdism in a surrealist work like yeah kind of like it's all like weird and bizarre but like hers are just like they just make you bling and go what what did I just watch? Why does she keep getting attacked by animals? This one also technically has to do with animals. And it has one of my favorite quotes in the entire show. And I will definitely talk about it when we get there. Because the first time I watched this show, I used to quote this line all the time. I can't wait. But about the episode we just watched, uh, it was pretty good. I like the flashback. I like getting to see Otori in the past. I liked getting to see some locations in Otori that we hadn't seen before because at this point in the series you kind of feel like you've seen the whole school just because they reuse so many shots or like so many locations and so it was cool to see like a different perspective of the school. Yeah, this is one of the, th this was one of the better ones for me because we get, there's so much going on. Oh, yeah. We have all the mystery that, you, that Utena can get like that's one of the good things about the series all packed into a single episode yeah i think so too yeah it was good um, it had a little bit of mystery we didn't get any sword fighting in this episode but that's because it was too dense with backstory to put in a sword fight we're probably gonna get the sword fight in the next one i have a feeling we're gonna yeah i have a feeling we're gonna get one in the next one i wonder who's gonna be the sword fighter well there's only one person left <laughs> we've, exhausted, we've exhausted all the cast Actually, I think that's in the summary of the episode. Yeah, the very first line of the summary of the next episode on Wikipedia is, Now out of potential duelists and down to a single black rose. I'm not going to finish the sentence because, you know, we have to watch the episode. But yeah, it's going to be a good one. Just like this was a good one. We get to wrap up this arc and move on to the next one. We don't get a clip show. Oh, there's no clip show? Not the end of this arc, no. Well, I'll be. There's going to be another one. Yeah, there is another clip show at episode 33 at the end of the Akio Atori arc. And that'll bring us into the very last arc, which is the Apocalypse Saga. That sounds delightful. Oh yeah, you know it. We're going to get some really good uh, reused, reused motifs in the upcoming arcs that are different from motifs in previous arcs in the way that the Black Rose was different from the previous arc. It's going to be very good and very terrible. And we're going to have to talk about some uncomfortable things. Um, but we already did that, so we're prepared. I, I feel like it's going to, like, is it going to get worse? I, I, debatable? Like, we've already passed the big hump with the reveal uh, that uh, Akio molests his sister. I feel like that's like the big hump <coughs> we have to pass when it comes to Utena's uncomfortable content. But uh, yeah, we've still got a little bit more to go. Uh, okay, I'm ready. I can do it. <laughs> and let's see, we are 
we're over halfway done, yeah, because there's 39 episodes, and we are on 22. Almost there. Over halfway there. That's cool. Wow. Living on a prayer. On a prayer. Anyway, uh, do you have anything else to say about the episode? I think we have said all that we can say. I think so, too. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Utenacast. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Mpandanata. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Alice? You can follow me at Lyrewolf, which is L-Y-R-E-W-U-L-F. So sweet of you to spell that every time. I just let them figure it out for themselves. If you want to follow us on Tumblr, you can do that at imagineandutena.tumblr.com. If you want to email us, you can do that at imagineandutena at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, I guess that does it for this week. Revolutionize the world, everybody. See you later. Cooper would say, every day, once a day, give yourself a little present. He is wise and also the best. Truly. I just really hope that one day he has the courage to admit that he just really fucking loves Redwoods.